And the winner is... Arctic Monkeys! That subscriber content, eh? That subscriber content, it just won't go away. It might hibernate from time to time and sink back into the swamp. I think the cyclical nature of the universe in which it exists demands it adheres to some of its rules. But it's always waiting there, just around the corner, ready to make its way into your ears and smash through the gated payment system. Sounding better than ever. And there's nothing you can do about it. Benefits such as getting ad-free episodes a week early with pre- and post-show chat relating to the monkeys, Last Shadow Puppets episodes, bonus podcasts, watch-alongs, plus helping us improve our sound with better equipment and services. Yeah, this podcast seems like it's fading away sometimes, but with subscribers, it will never die. Thank you very much for listening. We do truly appreciate it. Don't take that the wrong way. Uh, yeah, we'll invoice you for the subscription if we need to. We're Arctic Monkeys, this is Don't Believe the Art. That rock and roll, eh? Ladies! That sound means it's the end of the game. Time for the bonus question. Cheers, dude. That man just yawned. What do you call it, sir? Don't Believe the Art. Hello and welcome to Don't Believe the Hype, the podcast that's smashing its way through the back catalogue of the band of a generation, Arctic Monkeys. Yes, we're with you every single week, giving you the stories behind some classic tracks, and now we're well into the final straight of Favourite Worst Nightmare. So, like, tantalisingly close to the end of the album, and we've got all the B-sides to go at. With me, Nick Lee, and twizzling around an umbrella, but he won't sing a tune. It's not that kind of podcast, really, despite how much we've tried. It's Dan Hall. Hello, Dan. Hello, how you doing? Yeah, wonderful. My cats can't smile wide enough. <laughs> not that one again. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Oh, if not slightly um, trepidatious about this evening's, or well, this morning, if you're listening on the commute, you know, we're recording it in the evening, but you're probably not likely to be listening to it in the evening. Maybe you are. Maybe you're getting a nice bath and turn us on. Mm. Oh, mm. You made that sound grubby. <laughs> Baths are grubby, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's it's a song, obviously, that is. Is it split opinions, or is it generally considered to be? Well, I don't is know. it just shit? Find <laughs> <laughs> out tonight. We'll I'm find out. We'll find out. You know, but but what I'm more trepidatious about is is because we've been saying for a long time that we don't like this song since the beginning. Almost, I think maybe in the first episode we referenced the song that we don't like, and it was, it was this one. And then because we've what we've done is we've then listened to it this week and analysed it, and there are some positive things that I could say about it, even though previously I had said that I I don't like it. I can now assess it and analyse it and say that there are some positive things. And I know that some people don't like you changing your mind like that and reassessing things as you go and mm-hmm. having an open mind about things. So I am worried about people's reactions to that. Gagamel. I, I don't care. Don't care what they think. <laughs> no, I don't care. Oh, really. oh, I, I say that, but thank you to the thank you to the <laughs> group of new people who subscribed this week. It's much appreciated. If you want to bring on the backlash. Do do do. All right, all right, mate. Yeah, put in there now for that, aren't you? Yes. If you do want to subscribe, then check out the link in the episode description, along with all our other links and our email address. But don't go sign us up to stuff. No, but no, we now, won't they? Yeah, maybe they'll spam 
spammers up for you. <laughs> Maybe. Not even, it's, it's not even porn. That's what annoys me. That'd be good if it was, wasn't it? So I need I need a way to find porn. Give me the first. Just waiting for like, like the old, like the old days where I used to go walking in the woods and find something in a hedge. <laughs> I've, I've just got, got my email account open, waiting for something to get sent to me. Would you um no? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we first set up the the podcast email and we got one through in our junk that was from Ashley Madison? And it's never happened yeah, again. I'm, still, I'm still unsure on whether that was you, to be honest, because you did break up, <laughs> you did break up your relationship not long after that. So I was being a bit suspicious yeah. about that. Because <laughs> if I'm searching for women on the internet, it's definitely using a paid service. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot I'll about definitely that, be yeah. using something I have to sign up for rather than going for the free ones first. Yeah, true, true. And one who had famous hack. That means that you'd easily be sussed out as well, perhaps by yeah, just searching. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, my knowledge of Ashley Madison came from the hack. I put me right off an alt lie. I knew about it. Not not in that way. I just oh, knew about when it. When they contacted then, you <laughs> to say your details have been compromised. When my ex searched the <laughs> searched my email address and it popped up, I fucking knew about it then. No, um, no, no, no. But speaking of, that's a good you know what? We've accidentally, because I'll be honest, we didn't actually plan that, we were just babbling. But considering we're we're talking about Ashley Madison and people cheating in marriages, it's a good way to say that the track that we're talking about was not liking this week is in fact the bad thing isn't it which not to not to follow what we think the lyrics are about but yeah perhaps we accidentally segued there but should we um should we have a listen do you think yeah have a listen? we should have a listen to the whole track because it's so merc- mercifully short that we can just <laughs> is it really that short that we can play it? okay go on then so it's i refresh minutes, myself i haven't listened to it more well, than you, any you'll tell us week. in the information action ratio <laughs> afterwards how long it is i'm not gonna <laughs> well yeah do, do you not normally tell us how long the song is you do, I do it. I do it after this in the information action ratio. Yes, I don't. Yeah, do that, that, that's what I just said. That's literally what. Oh, I you do. want me to actually say it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but no, I, no, I, not now. Oh my god! I will the tell them. Story. Yeah, but I'm not keeping the train going. I'm not going to reveal it now just because you brought it up. Oh no, you're not. I know. I, I oh, never right. expected you to. You, you, your screen went off for a few seconds, so oh, I missed right. what you said. So I've just connected the dots incorrectly. Obviously, <laughs> what good, you said. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was at some stellar radio. Yeah, <laughs> Sony, Sony Awards Committee will be absolutely <laughs> loving that. Well, the next one. Oh, let's have a listen to the bad thing, shall we? We're sorry. Girlfriend's talking to me, but it's alright. She's saying that he's not gonna slap me or try to attack me. He's not the jealous type, and I only need to get half an excuse, and I'm away. But when there's no excuses, that's much easier to say. I've been before, and all these capers make us too good for her to ignore. So she's talking, but I'm not entirely sure.
she murmurs things to confirm that the tragedy is true. And I knew how was she not? She could have anyone she wants. And I'm struggling to think of an immediate response. Like I don't mind. Be a big mistake for you to wait and let me waste your time. Really love is fine. Said really love is No excuse. That was a song that definitely happened. Uh, well, that was the Ratons, and this week's track is Old Jelly Bricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I just the best, the I wish I had the best joke of the show jingle now. <laughs> we, um, we've just managed to offend the people that like this song and people that like the Ratons there in one go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's about 30% of our audience gone. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't mind them. I don't mind them. But you know, they, they, they're not going to like get to the echelons, are they? Of greatness, like like Artix, unfortunately. But and if Artix had kept producing songs like the Bad Thing, then they also wouldn't have <laughs> transcended into the echelons of greatness. Right. This is what this is what like now. If they hadn't done like Tranquility in the Car, this is what you'd be getting now. You'd just be getting twelve versions of the Bad Thing, basically. So just be thankful yeah. that we that we get the change in there. <laughs> but um, no, it's you know what. It, well, I've got some nice things to say about it as we go. You know, it's, it's not fine, all and gloom, is it? It's all, right. it's all right. It's fine. We just have a. We just expect so much from them, don't we? That it's that fine. Even just fine isn't like good enough, is it? For the especially boys. when you're going for we're going from what we said last week, maybe our favorite song on the album, mm. and then going to this, it is just like, oh. it, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit. But you know, this is the last song that i'll dislike for a very long time so there is that think about that that's how good this band are. it took us a long time to get to a song we don't like and now it's going to take us a long time to reach that again and i actually well we'll, we'll get into it we'll get into it i actually I was, gonna, I was gonna say i actually don't know how many if there is any more that i don't like after this to be honest with you much in the way that i don't like this one anyway as intensely as i don't like this one um so we shall we shall see, I guess. Won't we? we will see. I mean, there's only one way to find out, isn't there? I suppose. I suppose we should there head really. over to the information action ratio, <laughs> shouldn't we? And then you can tell us once and for all how long this song is. <laughs> yeah, if nobody just can't watch the um, playback on the iPhone, go yeah, or or, or Samsung or. Google phone. The likelihood of people having a Google phone is the likelihood of how many people listen to us on Google podcasts. <laughs> then we discussed about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's too weird. <laughs> Not that very likely. Um, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really the inf- information, information action ratio. The information action ratio. Ain't that the place to go? Oh, you bloody. It's, it's so annoying that I can't do that. <laughs> that thing. The Bad Thing is the 10th track on the album and is 2 minutes and 45 seconds long. So there you go, Yaffy, now. You got your... uh, Yaffy with that? 2 minutes, 45 seconds? No, not really, because the one I can see here that I put in before is 2 minutes, 20. But 
five seconds extra of it on um spotify <laughs> if you <laughs> if you're interested go check it out see what those last five I'm, seconds i'm, are, I'm gonna yeah. check the official might track just, now as it well. might just be on spotify a few extra seconds or something like that on the uh, 223 according to wikipedia there you go it's all different isn't it um but spotify oh, i was just spotify because relative I use Spotify because it for that on the streams rather than all the others is because this this podcast specifically is linked to Spotify with the way that we we record it and stuff. So yep. I we're, throw my bone. Yeah. <laughs> um so <laughs> sellouts. Um but it yes, it's two minutes and twenty-five seconds long, or twenty-three seconds long, or twenty seconds long, depending where you get it. I don't know how long it is on Apple. Maybe someone can tell us. It has five minutes thirty-six on Apple. <laughs> Gets so good they listen to it twice. It is extra 100... argument in there of them saying it's not going on the track listing, Alex. <laughs> we'll agree to never play it live if you if we put it on the album. Um, compromise. It is 111 beats per minute and is in the key of D major. Wrong key though. Other key tracks in D major are probably one of the only examples of a happy, successful marriage surviving in the music industry. It's Proud Mary by Ike and Tina Turner. What? What, do you know something I don't? Why are you laughing? What's he hiding under that hat? Is it a big, scaly, reptilian lizard head? Someone call David Ike. Yes, it's Jamiroquai with Blow Your Mind. And it's the world's number one steps tribute band, the Bee Gees with Tragedy. This song has been played live not once by the band, famously so. Yeah, um, is that a first? I know, like, I think maybe Chun Li or something else fell into that category, but it's certainly a first for an album track. That that's hundred percent. Yeah, Um, took us um, took us what um, twenty three songs to get there, album tracks before we got to one they've never played live, and they uh, I think Chun Li was also on there, perhaps. But there was a discrepancy. Someone claimed that they'd played Chun-Li live once, but it wasn't. I don't think it yeah, was it. verified. No, no. Um, but yeah, so, so there you go. First album track that they never played live. And there is perhaps a reason for that. If you would like to play the bonus round jingle, perhaps I can give you that reason. That sound means it's the end of the round. Time for the bonus question. Three of the members... And not the three. The, like it blows my mind that the one member who wanted this song on the album was Alex, which is mad. Well, you know when people say Alex controls the band. Well, the other three didn't want this song on the album, and it did end up in the album. So maybe they're right. <laughs> no, but they um, he 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 didn't want it on the album. Uh, sorry, they didn't want it on the album. They didn't think it was good enough. Um, I would agree with them. And the uh, the agreement was the legend goes the agreement was that. They said that it would ha- it would be on the album, but they would never ever play it live. And Alex took that deal. And whether we think that's right or what we think should have replaced it, we'll get into in a bit. But I would say it's one of the first times I say Alex should have listened to them, maybe because like, I don't think this falls into the category like we said with vampires and stuff, where you take one out and no, you wouldn't want to change anything. I do think this album could. could yeah, yeah, I don't There's think a whole it would. Of songs that could have replaced it. Yeah. But to get to the bonus round, so whatculture.com did an article called Top 10 Songs Bands Refuse to Do Live. Number nine was the bad thing about it, Monkeys. 
And they said, Arctic Monkeys conquered the second album syndrome that most bands fall victim to with the ferociously gripping favourite worst nightmare. But one song off that record they've never played live, to the disappointment of their devotees, nah, is the well-liked, nah, <laughs> the bad thing. It's cynical, poetic lyrics. <laughs> and the way frontman Alex Turner sings destroy easily make it a fan favorite. <laughs> Not strange comments there. <laughs> yeah, why? Uh, maybe it is. Maybe we're maybe we're off base in it. Maybe we're assuming that no one likes it, but everyone loves it. I know at least one person on Facebook I've seen say that they enjoy the song, but that was just one person <laughs> out of millions of fans. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> yeah. It was Alex still. I don't think. I'm trying to prove he was right. Alex has said he finds it hard playing some of the band's older songs live too. Well, yeah, that's what happens, isn't it? If he said that, yeah. So this list um, features nine other songs. In no particular order, I don't think. It's just ten songs that bands play live. Nine others. Um, I wonder if just any that you can think of off the top of your head, legendary right. wise, or do you want to lose? I know one that's fact, keep, keep in these lists. Keep oh. them and see if they apply to the to the link to my clue. Okay, so number ten is a kind of a, a rock heavy metal band from the seventies. They have a a link to Stockport. Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Do you know what song? Perhaps? I was going to say Iron Maiden even before I did that. Um, what song were you going to no, say? Because I, I the, the one that they've named a band in Stockport. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander the Great is the name of the song and it's an eight and a half minute epic and it's never been fully performed live by the band in over 30 years since its release and the next one is um, another heavy metal band big 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 maybe the best Sabbath Zeppelin Metallica Metallica yep care to name a song that you think they never played live no I don't it's on their sixth album <laughs> All right, well, I don't know what you know. You know a lot about music. You might know. I only um, know the album with the logo on it. Is it the album with the logo on it? <laughs> no, it's Say Anger, their sixth album, 2003. Apparently, there's a lot of chaos due to uh, rehab and writer's block. Um, yeah, so Sweet, it's got a song called Sweet Amber. Uh, many consider it to be the best song on the album, but it was only performed live once in Lubbock, Splew of fucking Michael Barrymore gags now. No, I mean, <laughs> Lubbock, Texas. In well, we have now entered the Michael Barrymore zone. You've got 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. That's what he said when they entered the party. We go to the pool room. <laughs> 10 minutes get out of that, you system. Get out alive. You can get out alive. You've done well. So number seven is uh, a song by the biggest punk rock out band ever, probably. Pop punk, pop punk. Sorry, I should say. Whoa, Blink One Eight Two. American pop punk. Yeah, um, a song called Kaleidoscope. They've never played it live. Um, oh, no. oh, here we go. This one's interesting. Perhaps um, it's it's a band that you detest. American, California. Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, you don't like. You've never liked them in any way. Like you like Kings of Leon before. So yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. So it's a song, Red Chili, and it's a song you will know. It's a very famous song. I can give more. I can give one clue that might give it you. But do you want to just hazard a guess? So it's a song you will know. It, you've never played it live. Is it Under the Bridge? No. It was the sound. It was on the soundtrack to a film that we would have enjoyed as as teenagers. 
kids, teenagers. Beavis and Butthead. Love Roller Coaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, Love that tune. I actually, ironically, like that song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great scene in that film as well. So, yeah, so yeah. apparently it was a cover of um, a song called The Ohio Players originally did it, but they went for a rap-based verses and kazoos on their version. <laughs> Scamps. And uh, if you remember, the music video was them on a roller coaster animated, if you remember. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they've, ne- but they've never... Never put it live set because um, Chad Smith said they never feel connected to that record anymore. So there you go. Hmm. Um... No, we will do that, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd have had it winging. To be fair, if, uh, if I was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers with them dickheads, I'd have to take a lot of heroin as well, in all, in all honesty. Well, in all fairness, once he could his dad did make him take it when he was about five years old. So that'll do it. What what an odd list to have the bad thing in, by the way. I can say so far we've had Iron Maiden, Metallica, Blink-182, Red Hot Chili Peppers. The next one's another American pop, the second biggest American pop punk band ever. <laughs> that, that probably okay. for some, yeah, it's a fan favorite, no, apparently. No, uh, um, no, I don't know. Uh, no, I've, I've got nothing for that one. Although, so this is a song called Panic Song. And, and this, this list has broken its one cardinal rule here because it says it's a fan favourite, but so far it's only been played live once in France in 2012. <laughs> the, one, the, one, <laughs> the one point of this list is songs that have never been played live, not even once. <laughs> Ruined it. Just ran out, did they? Ran out, have they? Um, I think you win a Pulitzer for lies. <laughs> And then number four is another rock band from um, the old days. <laughs> from, <laughs> um, the letters. ACDC. <laughs> AC/DC. I love how you don't even yeah. care anymore. It's like letters. <laughs> oh, God. Any ACD songs you care to guess you never played live? No. The, the one where <laughs> he goes... <laughs> It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. What? Never played like one of the big ones. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There we go. We got to an interesting part already. A song about the hardships of rock and roll bands trying to make it. Um, So apparently, due to the the the, there was a struggle the band enjoyed making that song, and that's what it's about. Um, It's off TNT, obviously from 1975. Um, But they say it's because it was rumored they quit quit playing it live. So they did used to play it live, but now they've quit. This list is all over the place. This is awful. I feel like I've I've wasted (laughs) half an hour. Apparently they stopped playing it because they're getting the bagpipes from city to city was too much effort. I must have carted a mirror ball around the entire world. (laughs) These rock and rollers these days have not got the longevity of of the... uh... The guys from the past. Is one of them dead? ACDC. This is a good one, but um, but after because of this list, wishy washy terms of what's. Yeah, four hundred thirty-two times. There we go. I don't believe this. Yeah, exactly right. So this was a song by a band um, that we we both like. Uh, they've a big alternative band influenced lots of bands. They were around in the eighties. Song about suicide, pretty much. Yes. Hmm? Smiths. Nah. R.E.M. Oh, then. R-E-M. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Did everybody hear about... Well, it's kind of about suicide, isn't it? Don't as well, do but... it, essentially. Um, <laughs> but ironically, I bet a lot of people have killed themselves with that song. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. That's we the problem with the... Nike advertising slogans. 
it's, it's the problem with the anti-suicide song is it's usually the best song to listen to before you kill yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the true irony of every anti-suicide <laughs> song. Yeah, a lot of people kill themselves to Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. Or a lot of people kill themselves to Adam's song by Blink-182. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so um, a very famous R.E.M. song, Shiny Happy People. They say here it's never been played live, but then they also say, Due to the band's slack of the song, they omitted it from their greatest hits album. They refused to play it live. The band managed to grit their teeth through just two performances of the song in 1991 before ditching it forever. So they have played it twice. But I guess in a band as big as R.E.M., playing it twice is basically never playing it. Um, okay, so this is another one. Number, number two is um, a uh, rap rock group. Rap No, a good rap rock group. <laughs> All right. right. The original rap rock band any any rd no beastie boys of course yeah yeah I was, I was getting <laughs> the only relevant one i wouldn't um, got there <laughs> um they've ne- they've uh fight for your right they hate they hate it and they've barely have ever played it live last one's paramore misery business ironically that would have been the one paramore song i could name as well <laughs> should we do some reviews of the song You know, I've got a thing now. I've got a thing now where, like, when I'm about to press the button for one of the jingles, I hover my finger over it for a second to see if you stop talking, just to so you don't, just so I'm not cutting you off. And then, literally, <laughs> as I press it, you talk again. <laughs> I wait until I, I wait until I can, because normally, if I'm going to say something, I try and like have a little quip because I like it when I listen back and I, I say something like catty before yeah. it cuts away and you can't respond i like that element so i'll wait until i see the little blue i can tell when you're about to click it <laughs> it's like watching it's like doing my hazard perception test all over again except no one's getting sucked off this time <laughs> anyway <laughs> enemy originally said <laughs> enemy originally said that this was a freewheeling so back in the day a freewheeling smithsy drama of adultery kind of a punk rock alfie it was a very positive review of it and then in the greatest list that they did um just before the car um they put this at number 95 out of 104 saying there's a reason this favorite worst nightmare track hasn't never been played live that's a bit of a U-turn, isn't it? From a Smithsian yep. drama <laughs> punk Shit, rock was it? To, to that. <laughs> Different journalists, I suspect. Um, so yeah, 95 out of 104, right? So that means that there's there's nine beneath it. Um, I'm not going to name because obviously we do them weekly, but, but there's a few I'd question below it. But the one that really stuck out to me is the most um, heinous as being beneath this. I mean, all of them actually shouldn't be beneath this, really, but... Frightline Dining Room at number 98. Frightline Dining whoa, Room is whoa. an absolute banger. Whoa, whoa, More whoa. of that next season, obviously, but it shouldn't be below this. Nowhere near. Nowhere near this. All in. Really upset me. I know. I dread to think what they say about poor Frightland. Well, obviously, we'll get to that. Um, I don't know, about a year or something. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll recap that then. But, yes, yeah, so it takes us nicely to the music of this song. Um, so we don't really like this one much, do we? I think that's become quite apparent over the time. It's, yeah. it's fine. It just it is what it is. I've, I've learned to live with it. It's not like I detest it or anything. Like we could be intrigued by like... the streaming figures of this one. Well, people, yeah. people just go, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the streams will be us this week. 
I'll try and make the trailer funny of us just slagging it off so that people at least want think there's going to be some comedy value out of listening to it. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. if there ever is. Um, but yeah, no, do yeah. Do you reckon there's anyone for whom this is their favourite Arctic Monkeys song? There must be. I thought you were going to say podcast at the end of that sentence then. <laughs> I oh, no, I should no, bloody no, hope so. Let's um, get, get another series in before we start making grand claims like that. <laughs> We've been told it's not that. not even my favourite. <laughs> We've been told that. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> well, it was maybe some people preferred the Kate Nash BBC one, even though that's much more of a documentary of the first record and the time than it is an actual fan podcast very yeah, different podcast for very the general different. reader yeah it's kind of like saying go and watch this documentary or watch uh, like a kind of um i don't know like oh, a <laughs> 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 go watch this documentary i'll go watch this um dramatic reconstruction i don't know it's, it's just different genres isn't it that provide different things the kate nash thing is providing a documentary of that area with the access that the bbc has to interviews and stuff like yeah. that um, and interviewing celebrities and ours is just a fan podcast where we discuss each track as fans so not comparable in my opinion it's like it's like but being not, at the end of a night not, out but, but comparable in. to some to some it's, it's yeah. like being in the kebab shop at the end of the night and someone comes up and says oh there's, t- there's two porn stars like, having sex outside or you can go around the back and watch two drunks fighting over the last bag of chips you go in for the drunks and then shagging <laughs> You, that, yeah, but you can only watch one. You can only watch one. You can't mix yeah. the two. Very different podcasts. No point in comparing us. And I enjoyed the BBC one. I would never slug it off. No I point. No point in comparing us, Azrael. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing a Britpop one at the moment with Joe Wiley and Steve Lamack. That's very good for the story of Britpop. Ah, uh, yes, I, I saw that today. Advertised now. Um, moves through. Yeah, it's really good. That's what I went to watch today. I ran out of podcasts to listen to because I, I split them. I'll go. I'll listen, sometimes I'll go. I'll listen to that one tomorrow. So I needed a quick one to listen to today, and I ended up just watching and Postacoglu's press conference. So I'll do it. I'll do it. I could have. I could have listened to that. That was the one I had backup, but I completely forgot about it. Yes, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna listen to that. Um, but yeah, different podcasts for different needs. Some might say, "Papa, Papa Smooth." Um, yeah. So this song is. Um, there's. I think it's very first album, isn't it? I yeah. think that's, but not even in like a good way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to sound like a compliment because it's just how they say this song. Say a song whose first album as Monkeys is pretty much a compliment, isn't it? So more like, I think overall it's like more simplistic, isn't it? In the style of playing and and from what we've seen on this album, especially with the last two. We've seen a progression in sound and a, a build up to something much more um, mature music wise, and then this one just feels like a slink, a, step, a few steps back, doesn't it? Um, drums are good, but again, good like on some of the lesser songs on the first album. <laughs> so they're yeah. good, but they're like kind of you know, if you probably good. That's the level, yeah. That's that's the level we're talking. Yeah, I I do wonder would would this song get more credit if it was maybe like the opener on the album or something? If it was this, then Brian Storm. Do you think? Do you think it suffers from where it's placed in the album? No, because I think I don't actually. Because you think um, it's just shit. Well, I think it's just if you don't. (laughs) No, I think I think it's just if you if you 
it doesn't matter where it is. I don't think that affects. Do you think that affects? Wait, because I say that because there's a song I don't like on the car. And if it wasn't, it's the only one I, I skip. I really just don't even give the time a day to. And if it wasn't where it was, would I like it more? Don't think so. I think it, I don't think in terms of whether I like the song or not, but, but in terms of this being a good song, I don't know if it was second. I don't know. There could be something in that, I suppose. If it, Brian's tall men's and he goes, do the bad thing. Ooh. And then went into Teddy Picker, you might forgive it more. But following yeah. the deep emotional and musical um, nous of do me a favor, this house of circus, if you were there, beware. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, because interestingly, I'm not a big fan. You know what? I'm, I said no, but I'm going to bloody agree with you. I think you should click the hot yeah. take jingle because I think you stumbled onto a hot take there, to be honest with you. I think pat yourself on the back is a hot take jingle. <laughs> That's good of you, thanks. Are you going to talk just as I'm pressing it again? No, 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 I wouldn't do that. It's a red hot revelation of the tip of a toe. I didn't actually, I didn't mean to do it then. <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. I just thought I'd throw you under the bus. It was, it was your moment, so I didn't want to take away from it. But, but I, I would agree, because, and do you know why? Because I'm not a big fan, I'm not a huge fan, controversially perhaps, of the next song. Same. Same, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm so so. I mean, I don't not like it like I don't like this one. Not that I don't want to put it on the same tower as this one, but I'm just so so on it. So, so we're just hanging <laughs> on for 505 and the B sides now, aren't we? I'm very much looking for, I've kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the B sides so much. And obviously, 505 is a classic, but um, but but yeah, just maybe if, oh, maybe if what do you think if it were like Brian Storm, Bad Thing. Teddy Picker. Or even Bad Things, Ryan Storm. Oh, no, you don't want to open the album with Bad Things. You mad? You've gone mad. I honestly don't think it would be hated as much if, if they opened the album with it. Oh, yeah, but but no, because because this was the... So, you got What you got to put in context is that this was the sophomore album and it had so much riding on it. So if they opened with the Bad Thing, everyone would have been like, oh, God. And I don't think I don't, it, I don't think know if it would have recovered. They'd be like, "Oh, the boys are still on form." It sounds like the first album. Yeah, Don't but this is change. like, yeah, but this is like my theory that if Star Treatment wasn't the opening song of Tranquility and One Point Perspective was, people would have been more percept um, had a mm. perception of the perspective of the album. Um, mm. They would have been treated differently because it opened with such a jarring song that was basically a, a in a monologue, um, talking over some music that you'd never heard Arctic Monkeys make ever. Um, it was weird, but if they just opened with the one point perspective, I think maybe it would have been treated differently. So, so yeah, I, I think I don't think the I don't think I think it would I think if the bad thing had opened it, it might have changed perceptions on the album altogether, if I'm being honest. But I do think there's credit in that if it goes Brian Storm, Bad Thing, Teddy Picker, D is for Dangerous, Balaclava, Old Yellow Bricks, Flash Adolescent, only ones who know, do me a favor. This house is a circus. If you were there, beware. 505, get out. That second half of the album would have been, yeah, emotional turmoil, yeah. wouldn't it? Um, well, we saved ourselves an episode there for having to reorder the album. I think I think you just nailed it there. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we might have changed by then. So we'll uh, we'll see. But, um, uh, we order it in favorites, don't we? No, we just we order it in our favorite of how we like it. It's not it's not what we think. That's not that yeah, wouldn't still be my yeah. it's my favorite. That wouldn't still be my favorite. I think that's a better. I think I think I do think even if it wasn't that order, I still think the, these two should have been before Flash Adolescent. 
and then maybe you would be more forgiving because the, the second half of the album would be absolute. People would go, oh, it dips a bit at um, Balaclava. But, but, then, but then a lot of people like old yellow bricks. So we're, it's just that we are, and I don't, oh, sorry, I don't, di- sorry, just apologize to my keyboard. Um, I don't dis, I don't dislike old yellow bricks. And we'll talk about that next week. I just don't love it. I just don't care for mm. it. Same, same, um, yeah. I, I never rarely ever put it on if I listen to it. So, but this one, yeah, I've not got much. <laughs> I've not got much that I could say nice about it. Apart from, I do think um, the drums are better than most you'd hear on these kinds of songs. Nothing special, but better than you would hear because because of how there's yeah. talent and skill than you would normally hear. Um, the guitars are certainly very old on them, like old school. That initial lead and stuff reminds me a lot of again you probably that ilk. It also reminds me a lot of the Second Libertines album into like musically especially guitar wise which would fit Likely. in with you probably and stuff like yeah well yeah which would probably fit in with that vibe of songs like you probably because i think they were were very influenced by that type mm. of stuff at the time so that, so that all fits together yeah yeah it does feel like a, a whole over doesn't it and then like I, I would love to know what point of the um album writing process they wrote this was this written in like a transition period of whatever people say i am to favorite worst nightmare perhaps I don't know. But then when they change to the strumming, yeah, it's very still take you home or something again, but not even as good as that, I don't think. I don't even think it's as good as a still take you home. I don't think it belongs in that category. Um Jamie Crook special, but again an old school one. With that yeah. where the lead's just kind of copying the kind of doing that thing over. It's it's simplicity. It's to be honest, the simplicity of the song might even fall into like first album B sides territory, like bigger boys seven stuff like that yeah quite easily yeah stuff they wrote when they were like way you know when they were early teenagers or whatever but um i will say i think the bass is good throughout i will say that i'll give nick and which is considering again as we keep saying this is nick's first item with the band it's impressive that he pulls the the best part of the song is is nick is his bass um and held is like i say is good in places but the three the three things this song has going for it is the omali helders combination that we've talked about, which at times is good. Knowing what it's about, which we'll get to, helps the song. And I actually quite like the verses musically, like just the way they drop down to bass and drums with scatterings of guitar, like the second verse, especially, actually. I really like Helders and Nick's work in that. So I will give it that. I will give that. I don't want to annoy anyone because I've been saying I don't like it, and now I've said something positive. Because if you if you assess things and change yeah. your mind about something, then you know people don't like that really, do they? They say you just <laughs> you want one opinion, even though you're actually offering different opinions to what you originally said there. So actually, what you don't want is one opinion. You have multiple opinions because you're open minded. Doesn't make sense to say you want one opinion, does it? <laughs> really, in that context, <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Actually, it's open mindedness. Yeah. Anyway, and you know what? When the um, when the strumming comes in, in that post-verse, pre-chorus bit, I do actually quite like the lead guitar that Jamie's doing now. Yeah. 
Jamie's using this. Um, and I do like that reverb vibrato guitar for the last verse outro as well. Really nice, yeah. Very big fan of that. So, so there are some things in there. There are some, some bits of stuff to go at, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, it's not completely it just basic. Doesn't, it just doesn't. And it doesn't, like you say, it doesn't help that we just covered two crackers in terms of. But ironically, these three have the lowest streams. So so there's, I didn't say, I forgot to reference, but 48.5 million streams is the least streamed song on this album on Spotify. I would imagine that's universally where it yeah. sits on other platforms. Um, that makes sense. But the fact that this house, and if you were there, beware, is barely above it, really. Um, in numbers is a crime amongst men, in my opinion. Yes, it yeah, is. No sense. Um, but people may disagree. With great us. injustices <laughs> of our time. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> Putting politics and stuff aside. Um, but the band not... Well, no, I meant inclusive of them as well. Oh, inclusive of them as well. Fair I'm enough, fair enough. Of all political of you. Yeah, 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 big words. Everyone's entitled to their opinions, definitely. Yeah, even if it's wrong... <laughs> even if it's right i'm happy to take everyone's opinion as long as you don't twist me talking about that opinion and saying that i wasn't giving you opinion even though i was being quite fair at the beginning but you didn't like that so yeah just, just to clarify some stuff coming up tonight <laughs> <laughs> smurfette she was hot wasn't she smurfette it's the only female in the village smurf village she must have the only female in the village um <laughs> Yeah, but but it'll probably get to a point where it's non-consensual, which brings a horrifying twist onto the Smurf, doesn't it? And quite incestuous as well, if she's the only female in it. Yeah. Eventually, there's going to be some incest strain in there, isn't there? Yeah. All related. That's what people don't really think about Adam and Eve, do they? No. No one else was around, no. so... Yeah. If you yeah. believe that. That's even, that's even before you get onto the talking snake. <laughs> yeah, straight from the off, it didn't, really. I don't... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't seven, added up at the beginning. Yeah, the whole seven days thing before that was, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's not get onto religion. Uh, <laughs> Christ, no. Uh, <laughs> you want abuse then on Twitter. Uh, um, so so here we go. We we talked about um, the, um, the uh, fact that Alex fought for this on the album. Do you think that's a case of... Because I refuse to believe that musically he thought this belonged on the album. Do you think it's A, he just felt the album flowed well? with it where it is mm. do you, which by the way when you said moving it would make people more like it i actually do think the album flows quite well still even where they are it's just that i think you're right that they would be perceived better if because if, it is weird to have all these emotional songs and then have five or five bang at the end like that but with these two in the middle but um do you think it's because he thought the album flowed better or do you think he just had a personal attachment to the lyrics what do you think yeah or did he did really you think, do you think, the story out do there think, do you think it's a case of like you can't, you know, like when the artist can't see, you know, like how you need an editor for a book or novel to say, yeah, yeah. you need to cut this out. You know what I mean? Maybe you think that's what it is, getting lost in the, in the sort of like. Do you reckon he's reassessed now and gone? Mm, yeah, I'd love someone to ask him that in an interview without being rude. I'm just saying it's famously that you wanted the bad thing on the album. Do you now think, you know, but putting someone, someone he respects saying it like Zane Lowe or. Jules or something saying it, some, not like some idiot that he's going to get annoyed about asking <laughs> that kind of question, you know. Some idiot who's hosting a festival in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. 
Well, the Indonesian audience is our biggest market, Nick. Um, <laughs> I should look at the map more. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, but so do you think, do you think that's, I think that's probably what it is rather than anything else. Just he, he had a particular fondness for the song and he couldn't see the wood for the trees, perhaps. Most likely. But I also think if we were to ask him now, he wouldn't remember the song at all because it's not been played live at all. That, that, see, that, that staggers me how much it more. How much I, I've seen Half Man Half Biscuit live a couple of times, and they've got about 600 songs, and they change the set list every single night. And that just blows my mind that they still know all the songs. So there must have been some that have fallen out of his head. If it's something that's not been played live, and so I, I wonder if he's just forgotten that song exists. But I think he's referenced for listening back to records, hasn't he? And saying, like, I think he might have ah, yes. this one and saying he wasn't happy with some of the lyrics on this one and stuff. It might have been this one, it might have been Humbug, one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they'll listen and they'll reassess. It's like Jamie always famously with Humbug. We'll talk about it next season, obviously, but saying that he thought the fans would eventually reassess Humbug and it would become a fan favourite. And he was bang on right, yeah. Did he Jamie right yeah. again? Um, and he'd listen to Jamie now. He'd have a better song on this album. But 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 he must have so... Um, what confuses me is, for someone who barely ever put a foot wrong, in our opinion, not everyone's opinion, obviously, mm. um, that... Um, that he would be so attacked, he would because three of them are saying we don't want this song on the album, and he's saying I, I do to the point where they couldn't, they had to come up with a compromise because he wasn't letting it go. Because if he just kind of thought he wanted it on there, and they were all like, we definitely don't want it on there, then he probably would have caved. But he must have so much really wanted this song on the album that he fought it's, until the point when they had to compromise on it. Like, and I don't know how. Uh, do you think there was a proper argument, or do you think it was just chatting about it? Um, and James Head and that. Why didn't Cooler Heads prevail? Someone go, James Ford go, it is a bit shit, Alex, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> she put some synthesizers over it. Oh, I know. <laughs> Love what you're doing. Love everything you're doing, Al. But this is shit. Take it from us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, really. Um, I had a whole um, thing prepared, by the way, for, t for tonight's thing where I was going to dig into... Do you remember last week when we watched a video about James Ford and there was two names on the production thing? And I found out the info on them, two guys involved. And then I realized just before we came on air that um <laughs> that the that, that video was from the Circuit and Sea area, obviously. Um, because they talk about going to LA and taking James out yeah. and Alex's hair and everything. So that those two guys obviously worked on Circuit and Sea. And I actually did a bit about how awesome. he also worked on Circuit and Sea. <laughs> the penny hadn't dropped, as it were. Um oh, but we'll be talking about penny and penny dropped in a few weeks, actually. Yes, oh, there is a lyric with that in. Oh, yes, there is. And a little, little known yes, song. There is. Yes, you, yes, you are correct. Yes. Yeah, I am. It's an incredible thought. Yes, great lyric. Um, but, um, well, so, uh, yeah, it just confuses me that he was so visually fought for it that it's ended up on there. But it has, and the compromise, apparently, legend has it, was that they never play it live. I don't know if the fans have just assumed that because they've never played it live or whether that was actually said as a factual thing. Um but maybe that, but maybe, well, maybe it was just simply he wouldn't let it go, so they put it on the album. But the rest of them, every time he tried to get it in the set list, he was like, "Fuck off! You got it on the album. You're not having it yeah. on the set list. We're not playing <laughs> yeah, this song yeah. live. Should we do that one on Jonathan oh, Ross? You, Absolutely not. We're not doing that one on Jonathan Ross. Put your clown outfit on and shut up, Alex." <laughs> <laughs> oh god! To quote, to quote Jamie, "Are you on drugs?" Um. <laughs> I'd forgot about that, by the way. I was doing the Jamie Birthday Pod available to subscribers now on uh, Apple, Spotify, and Patreon at Arctic Podcast. Um, 
Jamie when he's doing the the um, Sky News post Mercury interview and he's fucked and he's saying about the me myself and Irene, but you got some woman asked them something. And he keeps going. That's that's not a question though. That's not a question though. That's someone's question. And then a woman asks something and he goes, "Are you on drugs?" <laughs> <laughs> No wonder the, the press, the British press, couldn't wait for them to stumble in some way to jump on them. They must have fucking fought. I'll tell you cunts. what, your first taste of any awards ceremony where there's like free booze and famous people in a room, it, 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 that's what I was like after the Northwest Football Awards. I feel that's nothing on the scale of like the Mercury. to think what I'd say. And also, I mean, especially back then when I was like really drunk on booze and, and like mm. be really drunk and stuff. I mean, stuff I said without that. Um, and it's just, yeah, God, I can't even imagine. And just, and also the worst shit quite like, someone, I think someone asked again, how does it feel like to win? No, I think they asked them, why didn't you perform? And then they go, oh, Muse didn't perform. I'm like, that's fucking Muse. Why they don't perform? <laughs> Jamie's amazing in that interview. And then at the end when I, they actually want to start talking about something serious and he keeps interrupting that, goes, shut up, this is serious now. <laughs> about the physical sales and the downloads or something. <laughs> My favorite bit in that is when um the guy asks a question and Jamie goes, That's that's a shit question or whatever. And I'll, you see Alex turns to him and he goes, Okay, you should be on news night with questions like that. Uh <laughs> 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 so but but anyway, back, back to this. So what song? Okay, so we get you get one, you only get to say one. What song would you have from the B-side selection of this album, obviously? Would you replace replace the bad thing with? Because we said two. on the first album, we never. It's one of two for me as well. Um, the first one, uh, sorry, we said on the first album we never wouldn't replace anything because it's a classic album. But with this, I think you could take it out and still have yeah. a great album. It's not the same. The first album's like special, isn't it? It's got a different aura about it. So, but um, I've got two. Well, what, one you're... of them is the one that that but legend has it Jamie wanted on the album. Which Jamie was... wanted correct, which is what if you were right, right first, first time, time is what Jamie. Yes, yeah. that's what Jamie thought to have on the album. And I would say the Cookie Monster. If you, I don't want any more proof that he's the one that is pulling the band in a lot of directions. Then I think they should have listened to him there, in my opinion, really, because I, I would say that would work quite well after if, if you were there, beware to have, because as we'll discuss in a few mm. weeks, what if you were right first time is a. a maybe one of the like the the end is maybe one of the biggest rock tunes they've done still that with the, the 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 sound and the meatiness of it um so i would say yes but there is another song that i think could go there and just be as good if you found this it's probably too late oh no no i was gonna say too much to ask i think could be a nice that, break that's gonna be my of... third too much to ask yeah if you found this is probably too late is Mm, bit shit in it. Like, I like it, but as an album track, it's like one minute twelve in it, and it's got that. No, it's not not for a me. Blur really, album. I've... <laughs> I I've always it's thought it's album. Past the <laughs> I I would put. I wouldn't have if you were that. If you found this, I would put my print number one would probably be what if you were right first time to have there after if yeah. you were there beware ends and before all yellow bricks would work quite nicely I think, but to have. Yeah. But but too much to ask would be like the kind of Marty bum of this album, then wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Yeah, I think it would work quite well, and it would be a bigger song. It deserves to be a bigger song than it is. And had it been a, the bad thing, deserves to be a B side that we go. Mm, this isn't a good B side. It does yeah. not deserve to be. And oh, too much B-side to, next week. Mm. <laughs> and and 
what if you're right first time and too much to ask did not deserve to be in the B, <laughs> the B side category um, for mm. us to discuss. So, because it's, in fact, you know what? I'm, I'm actually starting to lean towards too much to ask because I think it could be a nice kind of. Um, I am now you said it. Yeah. Because it's that kind because of, you can imagine it um, if you were there beware ends. Like, and then. In fact, you know what? I'm going to edit in. I'm going to edit in. That how that transition would be with the two different songs, and we'll do a poll in your Spotify and that up, and you can vote for which one you think's better. If you were there to what if you were at first time, or if you were there, beware to. In fact, I'll do the the end of if you were there, beware into what if you were at first time, and then the end of what if you were at first time into all jello bricks. for too much to ask and you, okay. you guys can vote for what you think the better option is Or you might think, um, can you put an other bit and they can type some in? Is that an option? No, yeah, probably not. Bit, yeah. Can you, you, you put other, other and then, or you could just tweet out or something. So the, the bakery is, um, the, the bakery, bakery people Trump. might say, plastic trumpet. Um, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, want Miles yeah. having two tracks on the album. <laughs> He's already got one stake in there. There's a lovely station, isn't it? Um, yeah, we've got to do an album together if this carries on. <laughs> but, um, commented on as well on our um subscriber content of which yes, we've had a little boom in the past yeah few periods haven't we um so yeah get on that but but yeah i would i would say one of those two definitely and i've actually see what if, if you want to carry on the rock route 
you do what if you're out for a time and if you want to carry if you want to make a nice transition of tracks you could go what if you're right you could like first album-esque you got kind of mm. rocky sounds then mighty bomb and then you go back to like when the sun goes down by going back to all jelly bricks and then going into 505 that kind of thing so yeah definitely but definitely this is one of the few times i'd say alex you were wrong first time but if you were wrong first <laughs> time is what i would say to alex because it's definitely one of the worst but yeah, should we move into the lyrics? In fact, before we before we get into it, because I'm going to let you mainly take the helm on this, because I know that you um, know the story quite well. Um, I really like Alex's voice on this, though. Is one thing I will say for it that rap style yes. of the first album, but actually better, actually a bit more refined, I'd say, in that kind of rap, like properly rapping in some of the verses, I'd say, like all out. Yes, rapping, so. so yeah, so I do love that. Maybe that's why he loved it. Maybe he was like, finally, finally nailed the rap. And uh yeah, and they're not letting me have it on there. Um so yeah. Um so Nick, I assume you know a lot about the story behind this song. So there you go. I'm gonna let you run away with it. Um yeah. Yes, so it's I think I think we well, I said we definitely agree because we both read the same same things at the time mm. and since. Uh, so yeah, Kate Ross and Pete Doherty uh, thought to be the first what? Person. No, I'm joking. How do you agree? Mental, mental. <laughs> but... Kate, Kate Moss born 19. 19- no, I'm not going to go into Kate Moss's history. But uh, I, I did have a look at her little dating history when I was uh, get, getting set up for this bit. So she was in a relationship with actor Johnny Depp between '94 and '98. Everyone's uh, been in a relationship with Johnny Depp. Yeah, she was with the editor of Days and Confused magazine for okay. a while. Um, and then, yeah, she had a relationship with Liberty's member Pete Doherty, first meeting him at her 31st birthday party in January 2005. On 11th of April 2007, Doherty announced Moss as his fiance during one of his concerts, at which Moss also performed. In July 2007, Moss and Doherty split, with him having been thrown under the bus. And then she, then she got married to uh, Jamie Hintz from The Kills. So she's just going mm. for progressively. And there was no uh, Nick Lee in there. Rockers. No, thankfully. Thankfully, I don't. I don't want no chlamydia. <laughs> I don't was she, was she, want no she really chlamydia. Leave those kids <laughs> alone. Um, <laughs> Definitely not a lie. I wanted associated with the chlamydia thing. Um, but yeah, she, she's she's got a thing of popping up. So she she popped up on a Primal Scream song, like when the drugs had fully taken over their senses. They thought, yeah, we'll get Kate Moss on a song, and it's 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 bad. And she also she also featured on a a Baby Shambles song. So. Shall we, shall we have a quick list, have a laugh at just how awful that woman is? Uh, yes, please do, yeah. And then we could talk more about how awful she is as we get into the And lyrics. how it relates to this song as well, obviously. Indeed. Let, let's, have a, let's have a clip. That girl's our way ahead of the game, way ahead of the game, way ahead of the game. You turned your back upon her one too many times. Terrible woman. Just, just looking I, through I, uh, I, um, media here. Just on that, I, 
I quite like the bad thing, despite what I said earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing take me back. I'm sorry. If that's what is that's what the alternatives are out there, then it's quite a good song actually. In the end, I think this one. Uh, we'll say this when the drums drop on... down. Then it reminded me of the bit in the uh, club in the mask. <laughs> he comes out. <laughs> Cooker bongo. Just away. on the, the last last little tidbit from Kate Moss's person. Kate Moss's extensive personal life section on her Wikipedia. Mm. Uh, she has since been in a relationship with German aristocrat and photographer Count Nikolai von Bismarck. Now, if you're a German aristocrat, you could probably put any job next to it. Mm. Like, like yeah. in the same way Brooklyn Beckham's a photographer. It's like, no, he's just got enough enough money that he can just take photos all the time and not get paid for anything else, and it won't matter. That's Nikolai von Bismarck. He sounds like a character. Oh, he's got he's got his own Wikipedia page, but oh, his, well, his name's even yeah. longer. Count Nikolai Leopold Archibald von Bismarck Schonhausen. Right. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, he's a. He's a I was going to say, people, and people mock our royal family, but then <laughs> they are the they the are the German royal family. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about today that the, the person who announced the Queen's death. <laughs> um, so... We're never, we're never going to see that footage now. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's all, the, all them top of the pops episodes that have been wiped that we, don't, that we won't see because of Why? the nonsense hosting. That's what this is like. That's what this is like now. We're never going yeah. to have to see the coverage of the Queen's death again. Hallelujah. Yeah, Thanks, thank you, you for doing nothing. What's, really, what's going to be really? number one in the top 100 British death lists when they make a return? <laughs> Oh, yeah, Top 100 it. big most important British TV moments. They're not going to be able to. Diana, he's things. all over it. He's, he's, he'll be all over Diana. He'll be all over the Queen. Oh, was he? He'll be special news, isn't it? We had that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no names, no names. Um, so, so this song, this relates to it because because so Kate Moss tried it on with Alex, and he knew that she yeah, was with Pete. That's so that's basically what. So get Kate Moss thing. out somewhere. Do we know any specifics? Probably not. Um, was out. Can we just focus quickly on the line? He's not. He's not going to slap me or try to attack me. Given some of his convictions, I'd say he probably is <laughs> a liar, Kate. <laughs> yeah. So, so well, we should say because not everyone might know who they are. So, I've seen people know who Pete Dockett is who like the Arctic Monkeys from internationally. I don't, I mean. I don't want them listening. Internationally, internationally, cut them some slack. <laughs> um, they might know, and then. Kate Moss was a uh, model. She kind of modeled for Burberry at the time. I think she yeah. kind of was the but face of Burberry. Her and Naomi Campbell were the two big models in the nineties, I think, weren't they? They were the both British early two thousands as well, really. Early two thousands into yeah. It was yeah. only after the Pete thing that she kind of retired, really. Yeah, um, and she was uh, with Pete Doherty uh, in a tumultuous relationship for a while. And Alex was out one night at some celebrity haunt. And um, she tried it on with Alex, and Pete wasn't there. And this song is about him deferring her. Yeah, deferring her is that the right word? Deferring her, rebuffing her, rebuffing. Yeah, I'll be rebuffing her, yeah. rejecting. Yeah, yeah. Um, just trying to go with the fancy words. <laughs> you call me a regular upstart crow. <laughs> um, <laughs> one for the pre-show listeners there. Oh, very as well for subscribers, people who might want to subscribe. We had a very interesting pre-show chat today about what makes uh, what is classified as rock as a rock album and and also um why why one is more commercial than the other out of Foo Fighters and Queens of the Stone Age so yeah it was a very interesting pre-show track you just went very partridge for a second there it's like 
I've been talking uh, quite uh, frequently. Do. Swaffer about death. <laughs> um i do you know what i do like about this song? i do like because because so the bad thing is referring to the act of deciding to cheat on your partner mm. i do really like that being referred to as the bad thing yeah. um yeah in there as well um are we gonna reference peep show or um i was, I was gonna grab that clip but none of them were in an audio medium none no no well it, the, for peep show fans we find the bad thing funny and you'll know why. And that's all we need to say really, isn't it? <laughs> and if you don't know, Google the peep, uh, peep show, the bad thing and watch that episode. You should just watch all peep show. Actually, it's a cracking, it's probably just, just one of the it, best British. You'd never see it on a list as one of the best British uh, sitcoms ever of the classic list, but it should be in my opinion. Um, if you like, in fact, if you, if you're a listener and you don't even know what we're talking about, but you like succession and you like veep, you're international, things like that, then you'll love peep show it's made by the same writer essentially for the most part um but yeah um i think we'll even allow you to pause this and go and watch peep show and then come back that's that's how strong watch all 10 series and then come back (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry nine yeah sorry don't want to be outrageous um so yeah i do like that as a line as it being referred to as the bad thing and you know the take take off your wedding ring and it's catchy that kind of thing i guess but yeah i think i think the all these capers make us too good for her to ignore is a good line. I give him that. It is. I give him that. Yeah. A good line. Yeah. <laughs> We're just it, it, throwing crumbs his way now. Well, little lines in there. Don't get me wrong. Well, because he can't really write about that bad, can he? He's, even when it's bad, he's still got good lines in him, hasn't he? Even when everything yeah. else doesn't work around him, like even like we talk, we compared it to like if you probably or something like that. It, that's still got some really good like Frank Spencer line, classic. But um, if not the sitcom. But the I think <laughs> I think the whole second verse is actually quite funny and well written. Actually, I actually think I actually like yeah. all of it upon re-listen because again I am allowed to re-listen and reassess. That is my want because that's how open-mindedness mm. works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, really. Uh, uh, Grandpa Smurf. I think um, a sudden um, disheartened somebody's partner. Shout to that as a rhyme, by the way. Oh, a sudden disheartened somebody's partner. That is a rhyme and half that, isn't it? Um, is it one it? of his classic, yeah. Talking to me, but I don't know. I like. I love the way he sings this, but I've got to try and say it without rapping because it'll be dreadful. But talking to me, know. but I don't know what is what she isn't. She <laughs> Talking to me, but I don't know that is what she isn't. She murmurs things to confirm that the tragedy is true. That is a complicated line to write and say. Um, yeah. So... Um, yeah, shout out to, to wants and responses a rhyme as well. Actually, there. Um, do you think? Do you think? Do you think certain people think that we're um, grassmate trolls trying to say nice things about this song just because we feel we have to say nice things about the band on this podcast? Because that isn't the I case. Um, yeah, because I know people no. have thought that before, but we um, we don't. We actually quite like like this, we really don't like this song. We should say that, and I'll, I'll get into that in a minute, but. But there's there's certain lines that are good, and I can appreciate certain rhymes. And like I say, Helders and Nick pull it together really. But um, but yeah, like I really like yeah. Um, so some great rhymes. Really love it's that 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 really love it's fine is another. Frankly, my dear, I don't river dance moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is another one of those. He's had three of those moments, hasn't he, so far on this album? Um, mm. we've done that. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, she, she said it's the red wine this time, but that is no excuse. Correct, Alex. 
Right. I saw on my research for this, a lot of people saying that that is a great line. A lot of people like that line. And I would say that it I is a very, so, yeah. yeah, I think it's, um, it's one of those, um, she said it's, yeah, I mean, it's so true. It's that thing, isn't it? It's like, you don't get to cheat and then say you were drunk. No, it's not an excuse, is it? You, <laughs> you should be able to be drunk and say, no, actually, I don't yeah. want to do that. Well, it's like those. It's like those people who like get drunk and go on like a big racist rant on Twitter and they'll, <laughs> and they'll do an apology the next day. They'll do an apology the next day and be like, Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry, I was just drunk. It's like, Yeah, but that's in your head. For it to come out when you're drunk, then that gene is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some people do drugs and get aggressive and, and people go, Oh, the drugs and they go, Well, I've done the same drugs and I don't get aggressive because I've not same. got that in me already. So yeah. yeah. Then people get angry and smoke weed and it's like you don't get angry when you smoke weed. What yeah. <laughs> something going on with yeah. you? You should not be getting angry when you smoke weed. You should be barely able to move and do nothing but giggle profusely. You don't, you don't <laughs> see stone people having fights at the football, do you? You don't, you no, don't see no, stone no. people throwing throwing chairs around a, a variety of European cities. Yeah, if you're doing like MDMA or something and you're having fights, then you've, there's something wrong in your head because yeah. You, yeah, you should be absolutely euphorically loving everybody and everything at that moment, not having yeah. any hate. That's so, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, on yeah. you. It's not the drug, it's on you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, uh, yeah great line i like that one again first album vibes from this song in the lyrics as well it's very like not even as good as the first album again there to be fair but still a choice few cleverly written and witty lines in these which is that first album thing again no metaphors really no mucking about it. it's just telling a story and it's witty and it's observational reminds me of red light a bit as well actually and it's kind of the way he's doing it as well his performance it's it's the most red lighty of the it is funny that oh. he was the one that wanted it though, because he's the one that's then been kind of wanting change and pushing things, hasn't he? As it's gone, so it's funny that he's the one that wanted one that harps back to the past. Yeah, or that, yeah, that is strange. But but I guess maybe the desert changed them, man. As we're getting, and we're getting there. It's <laughs> all of us, man. And I went to the desert, and now I read Far Out magazine, man. Oh, we didn't. Just, we didn't hey. consider. We didn't consider the nettles as one of the songs to replace it. Why did not? Too short, I think. Too short. You said if you probably write for um, if you were probably write first time, it's about one minute twelve. No, only because that's the one, <laughs> that's the one a lot of people say should be on there. That was too much that's, to ask was my other choice. In my opinion, that's an awful take. To, to, I, think, to I thought it was an awful take. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, why I was throwing it out there yeah. before. You also, uh, you, you like myself and some of our fans actually, uh, listeners of the Ricky Gervais XFM shows. How much of a regret is it that Arctic Monkeys came out after they finished doing it? Because Carl Pilkington's song with a story would have run and run. <laughs> He'd have loved yeah, he would have a bit loved of this, this. Yeah, but he would have interpreted it wrong, like he does with um, yeah, she looks wonderful, wonderful tonight. About <laughs> a disabled husband. <laughs> Walking um, around with me. Yeah, she's pushing around in his wheelchair. <laughs> He's taken one line, but that's what he takes one line from the song and then <laughs> extrapolates <laughs> the, the whole story about it. Um, but yeah. He would have said that this song's about a recovering alcoholic because of the last line, wouldn't he? In that in that vein, she said, but she said no to the red wine this time. <laughs> um, Turns out she's, she, she's learned a lesson. <laughs> so yeah, I um, yeah, no, it's it is it is what it is. This song, isn't it? I, I, it... Oh, well, I'll tell you what, play the hot take jingle. I got, I got, I'm gonna officially. It's not really a hot take, but go on. No, it is now. She picks a red hot revelation. Off the tip of a toe. 
You want an Arctic? Well, you're in one. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you want a relegation battle? Well, you're in one. Um, no, I officially, I would, I am going to officially put this as my least favorite Arctic Monkey song. Ha having thought about it this week, because I know most people might go towards 2013, but as I've said before, I get a little bit of fun out of that because I do really like the music of 2013. I think it's catchy and fun. And I, I like his stupidness with it and the lyrics. And he knows, doesn't he? He's not put that out and gone, this is a serious song about... He knows it's shit, the lyrics, and cheesy about tech. Like, yeah, shiny little apple and that. It's just a bit of... Being a bit coy, isn't he? But um, like they didn't, they didn't spend as, as precision-engineered AM as they did to the point where they mastered everything made it perfect and then just put 2013 out as a serious song. So, yeah, I'd say... Um, I'd say they they like I reckon what happened with that one is they like the music that they put. I reckon they had a little riff with 2013 that they wrote and they had a little jam and they liked it, but they thought, well, it's not really got enough to it to make it into a, a decent yeah, song. So Alex just wrote some joke lyrics to it and we'll put it out as a B side, that kind of thing. I don't yeah. think he sat and wrote those lyrics on an acoustic and they said, I've got a song, guys, and they wrote it. And it's still <laughs> better than this. <laughs> and it's still better than this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um but I yeah, I think this is my least favorite one officially, and I don't foresee anything as we, unless there's one horrendous care. one I forgot about. Because what would other people say is the is the least? In fact, should we have a brief look at the enemy ones of what are under this? Because I've got it already up. I'm gonna do as any. Some, something's uh, gonna upset me in there, though, isn't it? Well, Frightline Dining Room's already upset me, so we've already we've already reached that. So they're saying the least favorite. That they're saying that 2013 is the worst song. Which I get for some people, but I still not not for me personally. Mm. Um, they put IDST as number one hundred and three. I absolutely love that song. I think that's, yeah. I love that song. I think it's so and I love the premise of if the story still still true as well coming up like on there. But um, do you ever write that on the back of a school bus or anything? IDST. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, right, we'll my uh, multitude of love letters right into my adoring. What's that on series four? Well. <laughs> and the police still have those letters. May you remember that? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I want them back. I've got them locked up for a rainy day. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, 102 electricity, which again I really like that. I still, like, you know, my favorite B sides are the second C B sides, so I've got a soft spot for all these. I think they're very like. Um, I really love them. Chun Chun Li at number 101. I'd still rather crack on Chun Li than this, to be honest with you. So. Um, a hundred yeah. sketchhead. Yeah. Sketchhead's one of my favorite Arctic Monkeys B sides. I'm yeah, gonna put, put that out there this, now. This so you list has no that. credence anymore. And uh, this is enemy as well. Um, I, I think, I think, sketchhead is. Um, yeah, I love the lyrics to sketchhead, so I'm not even getting into that. But, but um, 99. If you found this, it's probably too late. Um. Yeah, 98, Fightline Dining Room, as we've said, shouldn't be criminally below this. Matador, 97. I'd rather listen to Matador than this one. I really like Matador, actually. I think it's a tune. Um, 96, so the one below this. The Blondosonic Shimmer Trap. I think the Blondosonic Shimmer Trap is a very cool song. I'd Nothing more I'd love to than to get in a, a um, Cadillac and drive down American Desert listen to the Blondosonic Shimmer Trap. But this oh, all feeds yeah. into my AI and my suck it and see obsession, doesn't it? So uh, well, maybe I, it's just I me, think... but... I think we found another shoddily written article, same as the one of the worst songs in Power Art magazine, where it, it clearly got he clearly had like half an hour left to submit the article. It's mixed. To be fair, enemy, it, it, it's mixed with enemy because we've used this one for a it's number of weeks. It's basically the B sides at the back. 
really okay. some of them but we've to be fair on them we, there's been some we've, we've agreed with as we've gone and and we disagreed with mm. them having this house as a circus really low for some reason so it's been a mixed bag it's been a mixed bag um mixed bag thanks apple support team um but the um... <laughs> your prompt response and actions expunged from the records um what were the big yes. boys no cunts allowed um so shall we um yeah the uh, uh would you would you would you rather listen to the bad thing than the sonic shimmer trap you didn't really give a response when I... no i wouldn't I love that song no i, no, I thought I my lack of, i thought my lack of yes yeah it is my, my lack of response oh. should have told you everything you need to know uh your, your face red like i thought you did this i thought you went like you kind of half agreed, like you're not going to fight it, you know what I mean? No, I, I think no, I, I, I wasn't fighting enemies. Awful ordering of the worst songs. Oh, so I, I see, that's, right. That's the face going, I uh, think all I the songs they put there, I'd rather crack on. 2013, ADST, Electricity, Chun Li, Sketched. If you found this is probably too late, Frightline, Dining Room, uh, Matador, Blonde Sonic, Shimmer Trap. Over this any day, any of those, I'd rather crack on. To be honest, um, but I don't begrudge them putting 2013 at the end. I own it. Um, and yeah, so that's that really. And the, the one song they've put ab above this is uh, The Frame 2R, which, um, yeah, so there you go. Yeah, it's absolutely one above it. So. That potentially could have worked, but again, don't think it would have really. But um, I, yeah, I, I think it is what it is, this song. It is what it is. It's fine, it's fine isn't it? It's, it's, I, I, I think because like, we've, we've become used to such high levels, then. You know, you're always going to hit a point, and this, this yeah, this that's is it, isn't it? Yeah. Than ninety nine percent of what their contemporaries were releasing. Yes, no. exactly. That's that's what I was trying still, to say earlier. Yeah, even at that in a bad moment is still above most other stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do we do our favorite lyrics? If you've got one. <laughs> Too busy with the mind on clever lines. Um, mine is she said it's the red wine this time, but that is no excuse just because I really like that. As, as like it as the end as well, not because like, I'm not being facetious that because it's the end of the song, I like it. I just mean I like that, <laughs> <laughs> but I just like that maybe psychologically, but I just really like that line. I think, yeah, what's your favorite musical moment, Dan? Oh, it's that final chord. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that when I did a this, this is a bit this is for my psychiatrist probably rather than this podcast audience but I was in a play when I was when I was nine years old and my slightly older cousin who I looked up to came to the play and at the end in the car I got in all excited and I was like what did you think and he said I liked it when it ended and I was gutted and that maybe played into a lifetime of insecurities thanks <laughs> 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 we should be sponsored by better help why aren't we sponsored by better help surely that would be <laughs> by anyone damn <laughs> I think it's the libel. Shall we go with our favourite musical moments? Well, no, maybe, maybe I'll say my favourite lyric first. You know, that's, that's oh, how yeah. How we do it, isn't it? This is how we do now. it, baby. Yes, yes, it is. I like, uh, oh, a sudden decide that somebody's partner's talking to me, but I don't I don't know that is what she <laughs> isn't. She murmurs oh. things to confirm that the tragedy is. I, I, I nearly... You, man, uh, you, you know, but you managed, well. it. you managed it better than I did. Um... And yeah, than Alex did because he never did it live. Oh, bless him. Uh, favorite musical you, are, Alex. you were wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> My in your ear, the you get up and 
favourite musical moment on this one? The bass. I've had to go for the bass. As much yeah, as there's some uh, yeah. monster specials in there, I've, got, I've gone for the bass. Yeah, I'm going to go for Nick and Matt's combination, actually, in this. Mm. The, 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 the combination that we've gone about in this album a lot is, is another high point of this song. So it salvages it a little bit. So there are some. Because if it weren't for Nick and Matt, and it weren't for some slightly good lines by Alex and a reverby moment by Jamie. This would really not have anything nice to say about this one. So yeah. it's a good job Pretty that there some some moments in there at least. So I think, I think we've been all right about it. I think we've we've managed to give some because um, there are things I do like about it. It's not the worst song in the world. It's just the least Atom Monkey song I'm going to listen to. Although, having said that, there is one on the car that I will probably end up having listened to a lot less than this because I did used to listen to this album as a whole a lot. So I've naturally heard this song a lot, whereas. The one on the car I don't like. I'm going to keep our audience in suspense of until we get there. 2026. <laughs> um, I'll, um, I'll, um, I I don't listen to that ever now, really. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll get into it. Maybe I'll give it another go. Eventually, there's I'm going to have to analyze it. I, you well, yeah. There's, there's one on the car that I barely listen to, and I think it's a different one to you. So this will be it, is, it is. It's definitely a different one to me. Um, but yeah. So yeah, there you go. But I have a good reason, I think, for not listening to it. So yeah, do. Fair enough. Well, never mind the car. It's been all about favorite worst nightmare, and that just about wraps up our look at. Thank God, we did it. Thank God, we did it. We did it. We got past the bad thing, and now we've got a. Literally, we've got a. We've never gonna have to. Considering we just, I can't think of one again until, like I say, the car that I'm gonna have to really be like. And there's a lot of time for that between now and then to change my opinion on the one in the car. So. Crucially and thrillingly, though, we're not completely bad thinged out yet. We've got the demo version to play. Mm, okay, that's fair. Yeah, but we play that at the end. Well, yeah, this is the end, isn't it? That's, that's, that's this is I the am. end. Yeah, we've got to talk about next week's track and then you say your goodbyes. Yeah, and I'm just we'll getting on to that. All right, I'm just trying to postpone listening right. to it again. Say <laughs> you already made bye, us listen bye. to the. <laughs> Ah, yes, so we will be back next Wednesday. Oh, if you're a subscriber, you'll be getting. Yeah, you can wash yourself from this. You can wash yourself with this episode. Yeah, because we were a week ahead. So if you become a subscriber right now, if you listen to this on Wednesday, um, the 25th of July, that was good quick maths. That Um, if you listen to this on Wednesday, the 25th of July, then. I mean, Wednesday's not the 25th, but crack on. Oh, it'll be Tuesday. I thought today was Wednesday. It's not, is it? I'm all mixed up with my schedules. Yeah. Thanks to you, you can't. Um, 12, so yeah, it's 26. If you listen to this on the 26th of July, then um, you could then immediately wash yourself off from this song and take a nice dip in the old yellow bricks, which again, we have said we don't like that much, but not to the level. Not to the level. <laughs> but next week, when old yellow bricks is out, you can wash yourself off with 505. Off with 505. Oh. So there you go. Maybe wait a week to subscribe and then... Yeah, there's um, no better wash than that. But, but I, what? but I do. So oh, yeah, alluded to it. But what what we're talking about next week, we've just fucking mentioned it, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah. So, oh Nick, imagine how much better this podcast would be if you had a brain and I had a heart. One thing's for sure, based off our breakup history explored in last week's episode, neither of us have any courage. We're both fairly good romantic escapologists. Let's better ourselves with a technical journey through a fantasy land filled with magicians, emperors, fugitives, and bloody Dorothy. It'll be scored with a hip-hop drum beat, a catchy guitar riff, and some blindingly beautiful-sounding rhythm. Come along if you want, but just remember there's no place like home on the old yellow bricks. Best part of the episode, that one, it? 
<laughs> I mean, not even being flippant. Yes. And we should say we are seeing Pete Docky next week. We are. We'll, we'll have seen him. Yeah, so we mentioned him. And there you go. Yeah. yeah. We'll if he turns up this time. Maybe it'll be fair time well, to try. I've, I've had an email from Ticketmaster reminding me, but they did that last time. Can they, can, they, can they send an email to Pete reminding Pete? Pete yeah, yeah, that was the problem. Yeah, we didn't yeah. need reminding last time. We were across the road waiting. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he was he was playing some festival in Europe with the Libertines at weekend. And I really worry he's just going to find his way back home to France and just get stuck into the cheese and champagne again, and that'll be it. Mind you, thanks to him, I did get to watch a load of Arsenal fans look very sad in a bar. So it was worth it almost for that. <laughs> and he, probably, he probably hates Arsenal as well. So there you go. But maybe that's why he did it. Maybe that's why he did it. Yeah, maybe that's why you can. You saying you're uh, cheating medical science, science just so Dan can watch Arsenal lose a game? He's like, oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh. <laughs> go wash yourself. See you later. <laughs> right, we are going to play you out with the original demo version of the bad thing, and then we just... turn off now if you want. Feel yeah, then me. we just get to see all the toxicity. Might be better. I haven't heard this for years. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it might, it might. It might be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it won't be any worse than the album version. For Apple Apple Podcasts customer support team. Sealed off the toxicity, toxicity for us, didn't they? This week, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we didn't have to send any naked, like mine, mine workers in there. <laughs> no. I, was, I had them ready. I had them ready. I was like, come on, lads, we need you to go in with your cocks out. <laughs> oh, right, let's have a listen to the tempo. Off your cocks and on your socks. Nice <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Talking to me, but it's alright. She's saying that he's not gonna slap me. I tried to attack me. He's not a jealous type, and I only.
excuse. I believe the hype is hosted and produced weekly by Nick Lee and Dan Holt. Music used in the titles is royalty-free music courtesy of Les FM. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast player of choice to be notified every Wednesday when a new episode is released. And if you want to help us out further, be sure to like and review to help make us more visible to like-minded souls. We'll see you next week with more of the same.